Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Last Word. I am your host, Keon Kendrick. I'm here today with my co-host, Reese. How are you doing today, sir? Doing good. And you, bro, just, just chilling, waiting on football to come I on. know that's right. Um, so there's been a lot of activities, a lot of sports that have been going on over these past couple of days. And, man, the NBA Finals... The NBA Finals, I want to touch on this real quick. LeBron got his fourth ring. I couldn't be happier for him. I couldn't be happier for the future of the Miami Heat. You as a Heats fan, I know you got to be looking at the future like it's like it's something bright. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're going to be making it or the, or the year after that because I just think Brooklyn is going to be too good. I think Brooklyn is going to about to run the East for a couple of years. Yeah, and then yeah, but but that five five ten years down, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we we got a good young core, uh, and it, I know I know we're going to draft well or pick up some pieces in free agency. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. But like I said, uh, these next couple of years, I mean, I hope we, I hope we make it back, but I don't think we will because I just think KD and Kyrie are too good for anybody. In the East, even Boston, uh, I think they they probably get at least two championships out of those that duo. But yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. The future of the Miami Heat, early Miami Heat. I don't know why I said Heat, but I think it's going to be very interesting. Interesting to see how they bounce back. Next season is going to be. I'm going to tell you this: the NBA is about to be something stacked next season. We get Steph back, we get Clay back, we get Kevin Durant back in the game, we get Kyrie back in the game. Uh, so many coaching moves. Lou Will is now, uh, I believe, the coach for the 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, Doc, or Rivers. Doc Rivers, my bad. Doc Rivers is the coach for the 76ers. Um, after he got let go from the Clippers, I don't think. That was a decision that should have been made at this point. Um, I don't – honestly, I don't look at the Clippers getting eliminated as his Doc's fault. I don't at all. I I think of it as a team that really couldn't come together when it mattered the most. And I feel like they honestly crumbled when they met that adversity. I do want to say this. Man, the West is about to be something different next season. The NBA as a whole is about to be on a whole nother level, a completely different level. And I couldn't be more excited. Uh, LeBron, you know, when he won, when the Lakers won, they were asking him questions like, oh, so are you feeling in this and then the third? He pretty much said, I want my damn respect, which I think at this point, if you're not giving LeBron his flowers, you're just a hater at this point. I mean, people want to have the the Jordan and LeBron conversation. I mean, at this point, LeBron can end his career today. And the only thing that all of these people who don't want to give LeBron his flowers, that don't want to acknowledge the fact that what he's done has been not only phenomenal, but it's something we've never seen in this sport. 
We've never seen it. He's the first person in NBA history to go to three different teams and win a ring. I mean, he's going to be Jordan in every single stat. Except if he was to end his career today, he would be Jordan in every single stat outside of rings. But major shout outs to the Lakers. Shout outs to Laker Nation. I predicted that they was going to end up going to the finals very early, especially after the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yet again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Gigi. Rest in peace to everybody that was on that helicopter. Um, just looking back on the NBA season, major sh- major shout-outs to the players. Major shout-outs to these players that were in the bubble because in the midst of everything going on from COVID, social injustice, police brutality, they came together in the midst of all of this chaos. And now the season is over. I'm excited for the NBA season to return, to be truthful. I think it's going to be a hell of a season. But I want to shift into the NFL real quick. So we are at week six of the 2020 NFL season. First game, I mean, we got a lot of good matchups this uh, week or coming on really today and really all the way up until next Monday. Um, First and foremost, how are you feeling about the Kansas City Chiefs adding Le'Veon Bell? It looked like to me with that move that the Chiefs have – fully solidified, hey, we are going back to the Super Bowl. I mean, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, You know, playing like Le'Veon Bell in the right system, unlike New York, you know, in the system that he's wanted, it feels wanted. I I think he's going to do great with us. Uh, Just the main thing, uh, we just got to fix our offensive line, and then I think we're good to go. Because, uh, I still quiet Edwards Alaire still. He might win offensive rookie of the year. He's playing, but this O line just doesn't get enough push sometimes, especially in the red zone. Like a stat the other day I saw uh, he has he has five red zone touches and he has negative three yards and no touchdown. Not red zone. He has five touches inside the five yard line. Negative three yards and no touchdowns. That has to get fixed. Um uh, but because all this touchdowns come either on screen plays or from 20 yards out. So we got to get that fixed for anybody. I don't think anybody can run behind that line in the red zone. But I think I think we're going to get that fixed. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Le'Veon Bell because that's, that's just another piece to, to keep things going. That's just another ball that – or another player that uh, you have to cover for the defense because now who are you going to take off – are you gonna take? You gotta choose who you gonna take help off of. Uh, like, do you wanna take help off Tyreek and put a safety on Le'Veon, or do you wanna take a a safety over Travis Kelsey, or take a linebacker and put him on? So it's just a bunch of uh, mismatches for any defense, and I'm I'm glad he's on my team. I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> I don't have to deal with that. I feel it. I definitely feel it. 
a um, couple of moves that have been made so far in the league. Um, the Atlanta Falcons have fired Dan Quinn, which, to be truthful, that should have happened after they blew the lead in the Super Bowl. I'm surprised that he's been with the team this long. So I can – I hear you Atlanta Falcons fans. I definitely do. I hear y'all rejoicing. But uh, now it's time for y'all to get a whole new coach. Um, hopefully this interim uh, play caller that y'all have can make some moves because y'all – the Atlanta Falcons have have made so many crucial errors, and I'm I'm very interested to see how the rest of the season plays out for them. But uh, moving on to week six, we have Houston at Tennessee. I got Houston. Who do you have, my guy? I have Tennessee. Uh, Houston played one good game last week, and I was against. Who did they beat last week? Jacksonville, no, they're not hanging with Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee by 10, 24, I mean, yeah, 24, 14. 24. Why do you say Houston? Uh, I, I think Houston is in a situation where they have to rally around one another. They have to come together because they've been going through a whole bunch of adversities this whole season so far. We're six weeks in. I mean, we've seen the highs and lows of the Houston Texans. I think if they can really come together, this could be the game that they really could come out with a win. Um, I do believe this. Though I think this is one of those games that could truthfully go either way. Um. Because Houston, if they come out firing on all cylinders, they could take the win here. But if they have a slow start and Ryan Tannehill comes out firing on all cylinders, it's going to be a long day for that defense. It's going to be a long day. I just got—I got to say one thing. Okay, Tennessee is becoming one of my least favorite teams in the league because you know they had the whole COVID thing and they pushed—they they messed up the NFL schedule a lot because they weren't holding, like, get into the bargain with the mask requirements in their building and stuff like that. So one of their linemen was coming out the field after they beat the Bills talking about uh, uh, it's us against the world. He was trying to make it seem like uh, it w- I'm trying to think. He, he, I forgot what he's saying, but he was making it seem like that the NFL did this to him and, like, Everybody was out to get to get the Tennessee Titans, so they were like talking about like, yeah, uh, it's us against the world and stuff like that. But like, it was their own doing. Like they weren't holding in everybody. They weren't having masks on in the building when they were on quarantine. They're supposed to be on quarantine. And if I told them, hey, don't go and gather, they still went and had practice at a local high school, which is like not even dangerous to them. But like, what if like one of the high schools come up? To like Ryan Tanner get an autograph or something, and then the outbreak happens in high school. Now you affect people, like whole community. So I just hope. I mean, I, I want them to lose because, like I said, they they become my least favorite team in the NFL right now. And I hope when they play Pittsburgh because they messed up Pittsburgh a lot because Pittsburgh was uh prepared. They had their bye week moved, and they spent their whole bye week preparing for the Titans until the NFL said no this year bye week and. Like, you don't have a bye week in week seven anymore. Their bye week is in week four, which is terrible. 
So I hope when they play Pittsburgh, I hope Pittsburgh dog walks them. I hope they hang up set. I'm not going to say 70 because it's impossible in the NFL, but I just hope they dog walk the time. I'm going to tell you this. I hope, I, hope, I hope Houston dog walk them too, but I don't think it's going to happen. But just, just for them saying all that and being cocky when it was their fault and they messed up the NFL schedule, I just hope. Uh, I hope Pittsburgh dog walks and I hope whoever else plays them dog walks. I hope they don't even make the playoffs. Because that, that was just irresponsible and selfish. Oh, a thousand percent. Sorry, it takes a so long. thousand percent. Because when you really think about that, here's the thing. For people who don't, who don't really understand the whole bye week situation, the bye week is not for us, the fans. It's for them, the players. It's for the players. It's not even for the coaches. It's for the players. It gives you a full week to get to try to get everybody a chance to just exhale. It's a group exhale at that point. And when you telling me, like, bro, the fact that they had their bye week in week four, that's the beginning of the season. you just starting to get in the swing of things. That can easily end up messing up their One, that could cause a lot of players to get injured because you don't have that break if not midway through the season or close to the, like the end of the season, you're going to be messed up. And they already had their bye week at week four. That's, that's going to do some things to that team, but moving on uh, to fill out the uh, segment that we're doing currently with Keon's calls, we're going to move on to the Cincinnati Bengals at the Colts. I'm taking the Colts. Who do you got, my guy? I got Cincy in the upset. Okay. Uh, I just don't. Philip Rivers hasn't been playing good. He's throwing to me like terrible interceptions. So I got Cincy uh, in a close game, 28-27. Atlanta. At Minnesota, I got Minnesota. I think uh, I think Minnesota is too powerful of a team for Atlanta to handle at this point. And plus, with everything going on with them missing Dan Quinn, I think that's going to be enough to throw off this team. Who do you have? Uh, yeah, I got Minnesota in a, in a twenty-eight twenty-one. Uh, I think it might be big. Uh, well, it will be bigger than that if uh, Dalvin Cook was playing, but I think since Dalvin Cook isn't playing, uh, it's probably a little closer. But I still got uh, Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a dark horse to make the playoffs. The way I saw them play against uh, Seattle, they just get the first down. They beat Seattle in Seattle. So I think Minnesota is going to go on a run here and they, they like rattle off like five or six games in a row and they make the playoffs. But yeah, Atlanta, I mean, not Atlanta, Minnesota, 28-21. We have Denver at New England. I got New England. I'm going to be honest with you, Reese. This is not about to be a close game. It's really not. I see it at least being a two-touchdown type of game. This one might go 35. I'm going to say this one's probably going to be 35-21, maybe even 31-17, if that. I don't. I see this being at least a two to three touchdown game. Who do you have? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I got. 
I got New England. I got the, a little closer game. I, I, I see what you're saying. It probably is. Uh, is Cam playing? I think yep. he is, right? He's He's been cleared. All right. I think. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I got 30 to 21, I guess, because I, I, I – a little bit close, mate, because – let me see if it's in Denver. That's the only way I think this can be close. Nope, it's in New England. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to say 30 to 21, but – I'm gonna agree with you. Like it's probably a two touchdown game, maybe a three touchdown. Yeah, I don't see this being that close. Moving on, we have Washington at the New York Giants. I'm gonna tell you this as a Giants fan. Oh, that's another thing. Um, there was a lot of you Cowboy fans that was talking, and I'm not talking to you directly, but there was a lot of Cowboys fans that were laughing. When Saquon got injured, like a lot, like a lot of them, which I think it's incredibly messed up to to cheer on somebody's injury. But look where that got you. Your second court. This is the second time the New York Giants have done this to the Cowboys, because the first person was Tony Romo, which made this this whole that whole situation even more. Surreal because the Giants have injured Tony Romo, and I believe they broke. Uh, I believe it was, it may have been OC, it could have been either OC or Justin Tuck that ended up hitting him and ended up like breaking his back, and he ended up missing an entire year. And I believe that was the season where John Kenna came out. But either way, to see that injury happened with Dak Prescott just I mean that man's whole like ankle was just broken so I you know I wish him a speedy recovery um cowboy fans I'm gonna just tell y'all this now y'all might as well pull up a seat right next to the Giants because y'all season is over because if you think that, that that Andy Dalton is about to take y'all to the postseason. That's I'm gonna say that to say this. NFC East football right now is absolute trash, and I say this as a fan of an NFC East team. The entire division is trash. If the if the Giants win, which I you know what, let me go on ahead and punch that one in. Because I definitely see the Giants coming out with their first win this today. This one, I see it. Honestly, I see it being moderate, a moderately close game. But I still see the Giants pulling away. I'll say twenty-one. Ah, no, I'm not gonna say twenty-one. I'm gonna say twenty-four to fourteen. Who do you got, my guy? I got Washington. Uh, uh, I just think Alex Smith, the veteran. Um, sorry to tell you, uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones sucks. Dave Gettleman sucks. Team is you have good. Defense. I, I will happily agree with you because I do believe that Dave Gettleman yeah. is a huge problem. But go ahead. I we when did Daniel Jones get drafted? Two last year. Uh, we we know what he is. Uh, he's he's not going to. Develop any like Sam Donald. Sam Donald is a different case. Sam Donald can be great, a good quarterback in the league. He just has a terrible head coach. 
Daniel Jones has no upside. He has his ceiling is very low. Um, sorry, going this little tangent, but yeah, that the Giants could be good, but like, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I got Washington in a, a low scoring game, twenty to fourteen. Twenty to fourteen. I think the Giants are going to pull away with that one. Honestly, I think this is today's going to be the game, man. Today is definitely going to be the day. It's going to be the game where you you see you just see this team just truly transform. Hopefully, they come out with a win. Uh, okay, I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I'm not going to say Daniel Jones suck. I'm not going to say any NFL player sucks because they got the highest level. I'm just he doesn't have any upside to be a special quarterback in the league. Like, we, we know what Daniel Jones is now. So, I'm, I'm not going to say he sucks, but yeah, he has no upside. I don't know. I think, I think it's the – I think as his career goes on, I think we'll we'll start to see him we'll, – we'll see him trend more in the right direction. The turnovers is the biggest thing for me. Um, can't be just giving the ball back to the other team and ball security. But – We'll see how this game goes today, man. I think it'll be very interesting. Moving forward, we have we're back to the same thing I was just talking about. The NFC East as a whole this year is trash. So the Baltimore Ravens are playing the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. I have Baltimore, and for the fantasy football fans, if you have Lamar Jackson, now is the time to start him. It's definitely the time to start him. Um, but who do you have, my guy? I have – I actually have Philly in the upset. Really? 27-23. Yeah, I mean, Philly's my Super Bowl team, so I got I got to pick them to win some games. If I want them to at least make it to the playoffs. What was the score you, what was the score you set for this? 27-23. Oh, I, I got it. I got it all written down here. Oh, okay. I just sent it to you okay. guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how I'm memorizing all the scores. Uh, But, yeah, Philly actually has a, a good defense. Even though they gave him thirty nine, but that was on two turnovers uh, by the offense. So Philly has a good defense, and I think if they can stop the run, they can shut down the Ravens. And I think they'll do that today. And I think Carson Wentz has his best game of the season. I'll say twenty seven, twenty three, Eagles. I see this being a game where Lamar Jackson truly just steps into his own. I'm going to say this one is going to be 27-14. I just don't see. I just don't see them just messing this up at this point in time of the, of the season. So I'm going to say 27-14. Moving on, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Steelers. Steelers, first off. I'm going to give a major shout-out to the Cleveland Browns because y'all been trash our entire lives, and this is the first time in decades that y'all have been, what, 3-1, and 3-2? and two. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of them, but y'all about to be 3-3 three and because three, the Steelers have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense, in the league right now. Who do you have, my guy? Uh, I got them actually going four and one. Three and one right now. Uh, I got them beating Pittsburgh today, thirty five, thirty two, in a kind of a high scoring game. Uh, 
Because Pittsburgh, even though they're good, they gave up 29 points last week to Carson Wentz. And everybody says Carson Wentz sucks and the Philadelphia Eagles offense sucks. So if they could put up 29, I think Cleveland could put up 35. So I got 35-32 uh, uh, Cleveland. I, you know, believe it or not, I don't see it being that much of a high-scoring game. Um, well, actually, it could be because Big Ben be just – he'd be airing it out. So, I don't know. This That's a good game. This is going to be a good matchup. Everybody, you should tune in to this, to this game just to see how this goes because I don't believe it's going to be one of those where Baker just lays an egg. I think he's going to be competitive throughout it all. But uh, moving forward, we have the Chicago Bears – at Carolina, Nick if Nick Foles is starting, yeah. I got Chicago. I think this is going to be one of those games where Chicago is going to come out. Because the biggest thing that you got to really think about when it comes to Chicago is this defense that is truly coming together. The Chicago defense is really going to be what's what truly takes the cake. Who do you have, my guy? I got uh, the Panthers. They've been playing very good these past couple of weeks. They might even sneak in and be the second team out of the South if uh, Tampa Bay doesn't come up. Uh, so I like the way Teddy's been playing. They've been put out, put up thirty two straight games, two straight weeks, I should say. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Carolina in a low scoring game. I just I, even though they've been putting up big points. I just did think uh, the defenses, even though Carolina's defense isn't all that good, I just think the defenses come through and Carolina wins 17-14. Moving on, we have Detroit at Jacksonville. I am going to take Jacksonville. I think this could be a very interesting. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Detroit. Because Detroit's running game, with everybody that they have over there, from not only Carryon Johnson, you have your uh, – well, shoot, they also have uh, AP over there, along with the rookie coming straight out of Georgia, the rookie running uh, – the rookie – running back. Uh, I don't know why I'm getting tongue-tied, but I think Detroit is going to end up pulling away on this one. My guy, who do you got? Yeah, I got Detroit, too. 41-35. Uh, defenses aren't that good. Uh, but yeah, I just got Detroit. I mean, not an interesting game, I guess, on paper, but nothing really to say, but it's probably going to be an interesting game because it's two bottom-tier teams, uh, but I just think Matt Stafford pulls it out in the end. Miami or Jets at Miami. I got Miami. I think Fitz Magic is gonna make magic happen. I think Sam Darnold is dealing with way too many issues over there to attempt to get this under wraps. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be well, I, I really don't think it's going to be that much of a close game. See it being at least a 10-point game between the two teams. I still see uh, the Miami Dolphins coming out victorious. Who do you have? 
Who? Excuse me. Who do you have, my guy? Yeah, I got Miami too. Uh, the Jets suck. Uh, nothing most to say. Got actually, yeah, thirty-five, seventeen. Uh, Adam Gates needs to go. That's all I got to say. Most definitely, Green Bay at Tampa. Now I'm gonna just say this: I have Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team, and boy, yo, 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 talk about being out there and being able to light it up. What Aaron Rodgers is doing for fantasy teams all across this nation is beyond phenomenal. And I'm going to tell you that if you have him on your fantasy team like I do, now is definitely the time to start him. I got Green Bay in a shootout because that's exactly what this is going to be. Who do you have, my guy? I got, yeah, I got Green Bay, 35-24. Yeah, I just think Green Bay is just too good. I think they're the second-best team in the NFC right now, and I don't think Tampa Bay is going to get exposed. They got exposed uh, against uh, Chicago. I think they're going to get exposed again today. Most definitely. Told you, man, I don't see them going 8-8. Rams at 49ers. I'm picking the Rams. Jimmy G, the the 49ers are going through a lot right now. And I think this is going to be one of those, like, learning lesson weekends. Who do you have? I got I got L.A. Uh, like I said, I think they're the, now, yeah, I think they're the third best team in the, in the NFC right now. I got them 28-20. I think uh, – since it's a division foe, uh, they San Francisco hangs around, but uh, Jimmy G is just not healthy yet. From what I saw last week, uh, defense isn't as good as last year, and I just think the better team wins here. Oh, absolutely! The defense is beyond phenomenal. Jimmy G is banged up, they're missing some of their key players on their team from Nick Bosa to DeForest Bunkner. I, I just see him going through a whole lot right now. I see that whole team going through a whole lot, and I don't think that this is going to be the game that they pull out victoriously. Uh, moving on, KC at Buffalo. Now, Kansas City, I think they should bounce back from that loss to the Raiders. I think they're going to bounce back, and I think they're going to just go full throttle the entire game because they let their guard down playing the uh, Raiders and ended up coming up with a loss. They got smacked in the mouth on that one. And I think this is going to be the one where they come out, all right, y'all, let's go down here and score. Le'Veon Bell, let's see what you do. Shout out to anybody who got Le'Veon Bell in fantasy team. Uh, Actually, Le'Veon Bell's not playing. So oh, he's not playing? A couple. No, you got to you gotta go through. Well, it, in a regular season, he probably still wouldn't play because he got signed so late in the week. So he wouldn't have time to get – familiar with the playbook or the plays or anything. Yeah, that's true. So but now next week. he has to get – yeah, he being against the Jets, but, and they have to do five straight days of COVID tests uh, to be cleared. And so, yeah, so he's probably be back on the practice field Wednesday. So, but, yeah, like you said, I think they're going to go full throttle. I got 30 to 24 uh, Chiefs. Uh, I, yeah, I think they – I think you see a game similar to the uh, – to the, the – the Baltimore game because it's been a lot of talk how they aren't good anymore and stuff like that. So I just think it's like, all right, we're just going to show everybody, like, we're the best team in the league and stop trying to stop trying to ride us off. Stop trying to ride the, the reigning Super Bowl champs off 
after they lost one game since they haven't what how many almost a year mm-hmm. could be close to a year they it'd be a year of February that they didn't lose so it went on a 13 game winning streak uh, so yeah people people were talking kind of reckless so yeah I got I got it kind of close because I think Buffalo was trying to come back too they had to let down Monday but yeah I, I, yeah 30-24 I think it's going to be 30-24 to 24, my guy yeah yeah because Buffalo is not a slouch either I just think like I said the better team wins here most definitely. I think this is going to be one of those – it's going to be one of those games, man, where we're going to see them come out, fire on all cylinders, and let everybody know what time it is. But with that said, we are going to move on to the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Dallas – or at Dallas. I got Arizona. Who do you have, my guy? I got Arizona in the blowout. Yeah. Uh, 41 21. Uh, Dallas doesn't have a defense, and now they don't. I mean, Andy Dalton's good, but they don't have the same firepower to hang with a, a high power offense like that. So, yeah, I got 41 21. I'm telling you, this is, this is going to be one of those games. This is definitely going to be one of those games that's going to have everybody looking at everything like you. Like, what's going on here? Because I know a lot of people are going to be looking at this game thinking, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's like, well, y'all know that the quarterback got injured. Y'all know that your defense is lackluster at best. I just don't – I don't see it being a close game. I really, really don't. I'll say it'll be probably – 30 to 14, maybe even 35, depending on how hot, depending on how hot Kyler Murray gets, this could easily be 30 to 13, or 30 to 14. But I think this is going to be a very interesting week, man. Truth be told. Truth be all the way told. And hopefully... Hopefully, the Cowboys can put up a fight. Hopefully, your Kansas City Chiefs come out victoriously, and hopefully the New York Giants pull away with a win here. Because if not, it looks like they are sharing up that first-round draft pick, if anything. But You still got the Jets. Huh? You still got the Jets. Um, you still got the Jets with their first round. I mean, they could go winless or win two games. So... I mean, yeah, I guess if that's what you want, uh, but yeah, I, don't, I think the Jets. You have one silver line. The Jets are by far the worst team in the NFL. Like it's not even close. I think they're on the level of the old oh eight, oh uh, eight uh, Lions. I, I don't know why the names of my mind, but yeah. So I guess that's one silver line. You're not the worst team in New York or the league. That's the most important thing. That is the most important thing. But yet again, man, I appreciate you for joining me on this podcast. And everybody stay tuned. Be locked in. It's a whole lot of good football that's about to start literally right now. So 
stay locked in. Come back at the end. Come hit hit, hit us back. Come Tuesday, we're gonna be posting our picks here, our score here for Keon's calls, and y'all let us know. I've been looking at, I've been going back and looking at some of your picks for for some of these weeks, man. One of these weeks, I'm gonna take your list to fucking Vegas. Cause shit. Shit, we've been on a roll, man. We've honestly been on a roll. And it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. But I appreciate you for joining me in today. Yet again, thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you to our audience. And if you haven't already, go follow my guy. What is your Twitter? E.T. Not the Alien. Uh, E.T. Not the Alien. Go follow my guy. Go follow him. Go follow him. We will be live tweeting throughout these games today and possibly on Monday. So go follow him on Twitter. Yet again, it's ET not the alien. ET not the alien is his ad on Twitter. I am Podcast Poppy. Go and follow us. IG Keon K E O N underscore Kendrick. Like Kendrick Lamar. That's my IG. That's how you find me. Yet again, thank you, my guy. And I truly appreciate you joining me in today. All right. Appreciate it for having me. The last word. <laughs>